It's over. The Bucks have done it. The long wait has ended after a half century. The Milwaukee Bucks are NBA champions once again. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers have a second Super Bowl title in franchise history. And Tom Brady doesn't pass the torch yet to Mahomes, does he? Dave Roberts. And strike three. Dodgers have won it all in 2020. Welcome to Sports Next, episode 35. I am Henry. And I'm Mr. Hodge. And uh, we have a nice, so, you know, a little show tonight. We had a fight week last week, and we have a fight week this weekend. We, of course, had the week six of the NFL. We had the LCS starting up of the of Major League Baseball playoffs. And, of course, I have some of the stuff to talk about, Dodgers and Giants game five, or at least that series of that went down. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, the, and we have a little bit of NBA stuff. Since the season is approaching uh, tomorrow or Tuesday, uh, October 19th. Mm-hmm. So uh, we are recording on October 18th. So Hodge, take it away with some of these birthdays. All right. We are celebrating birthdays on today's recording, October 18th. I believe this is one of the last days of the Libras before we get to the so-called sexy Scorpios. I don't know. Oh. They, they, that's what they claim. Yeah, That's they, what they, they claim. They, That's they, how you know already. That's how you know already. You got to watch out for these Scorpios. For real. Then you right. go to the... No. <laughs> <laughs> careful, careful, careful. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's celebrate. All right, so today we are celebrating Yonesis Cespedes. Yoenis. Y- Yoenis Cespedes. Yeah. You got it. Yoenis Cespedes. <laughs> I feel like I could say that name all day. Yoenis Cespedes. Yeah, it's the S's. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there you go. All right. Joining him is Alex Cora. Who's the current manager of the Red Sox, who are currently playing right now in uh, game three of the L- ALCS. Mm-hmm. And uh, so uh, right now, we'll keep you updated with that post. So it just started. Obviously, you know, you're probably going to hear this already uh, by the time that. But uh, right now, as we're going through it, it's still zero. It's zero zero going to the bottom of the first inning. They're in Fenway Park in Boston. So well, Boston's trying to give their manager a win for his birthday. All right. Oh, that'll be a nice little birthday present. Yeah. And joining him is Brad Miller, uh, mm-hmm. D- David Murphy, uh, mm-hmm. Connor, Connor Barron, Mike Dicker. Good grief, he is old. And <laughs> his face is so red. It's like the older he gets, the, the red his face is. There uh, you go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Alonzo Minifield or Manifield. Mm-hmm. UFC uh, fighter, yeah. Yeah. Anthony Hernandez and mm-hmm. Ji Kim. All right. Happy birthday to those fellas over there. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're going to go, of course, we, we've always gone for the last couple of weeks. We're going to go to the NFL straight up to this quick break. We'll be right back. All right, this week in football, we don't have too many breaking stories like the one we had last week, of course, with the John Curtis situation. And uh, But this week is just more, all games right now, so we're just going to start talking straight football uh, as far as the game's going. And, of course, Thursday night, it started Thursday night with the Bucks and the Eagles. The Bucks took that game 28-22 against Philadelphia. And, uh, man, Tom Brady continues winning over there, that rating champs over there, mm-hmm. continue doing their thing. Yep. Um, yeah, this is a solid game by the Bucks. Um, 
they did everything right. Um, I like how Leonard Fournette is more involved at this time mm-hmm. around. Uh, he's been getting a lot more touches lately. So good job yeah. by the Bucks. Um, the Eagles, I I don't know what their identity is. It's it's all over the place, and that's what you're seeing. Um, yeah. The, the points honestly don't really tell the story because Eagles did not look sharp. Um, they was coming back and and Jalen Hurts was um, making his comeback and trying to rally his team, but it, their office is just all over the place. So um, that, yeah, uh, we predict the Bucks is going to win. So yeah, yeah, too bad for the Bucks. Uh, but we did predict. Yeah, we did predict it, so we all there. And uh, the next game was Miami and Jacksonville. Of course, they were in the United Kingdom uh, for this game once again. And how about Trevor Lawrence getting his first win yeah. over there in uh, Jacksonville? It was bound to happen at some point. Uh, we didn't know when it was going to be. I don't, we weren't even confident, even though Phil and I picked Jacksonville. We were still like, uh, you know, I feel like it'll be this week. But, uh, you know, I think the biggest story is the Dolphins. I mean, they really were. I mean, they, they had a pretty decent hype going into the season. Mm-hmm. They were pretty hyped about their quarterback, too. Uh, he did get hurt earlier. And they, but I don't know where he came back. I mean, they didn't even tell us that he came back. <laughs> uh, I didn't know about it until, like, oh, shit, that was too a plane. But, uh, I mean, it, it, wasn't a, it wasn't a deciding victory. It was 23 to 20. They won by a field goal, I believe. Yeah. But, uh, it, I mean, it still, it was, a win is a win, and uh, congratulations to Trevor Lawrence. Yep. Um, yeah, he – he actually looks sharp today. Um, that um, today, like it, like it just happened. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, he looks sharp in that game. Um, that was the best game I've seen him play so far. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, I, they just got to keep on doing what they're doing. Um, I've definitely established the run game with James Robinson more, so he yeah. can be a little more comfortable. And he he's a rookie. He doesn't need to throw the ball 50, 60 times a game. You know. Yeah. Put in there, um, as much as you need to. So um. They did a good job with that comeback win. Yeah, he uh, talking about his stats. He had 319 yards for a touchdown, two for 25 for 41 uh, pass attempts. Even rushed for 11 yards. Uh, so uh, yeah, he, he not not a bad game. Even for even for Tua, I mean, even though he took the loss, he uh, threw for 329 yards, two touchdowns. He did throw an interception, 33 to 47. So that wasn't all the way that bad either. Mm-hmm. Um, but. Uh, Jacksonville took it over there in the United Maybe there's something about uh, United Kingdom and Trevor Lawrence, I guess, for now. Yeah. It has that those special UK powers. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, next one, it's another crazy win for Minnesota, defeating the Panthers. But that one was uh, – went to OT again. And uh, Minnesota is picking up these late uh, late rallies, victories. Yeah. Um, yeah. This is a game I didn't see much of until the very – I won't say the very, but till the end um, – I did catch the highlights. Um, um, Minnesota, um, I don't feel like they're a strong enough team, but they did a good job. Um, Devin Cook came back, which helped my fantasy team. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, a, a yeah. Great performance. But um, Kirk Cousins helped me out. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I actually decided to start Kirk Cousins out, out over, I believe, uh, Tannehill. Mm. And uh, well, we'll see today how Tannehill's going to do. Right? <laughs> but uh, uh, Kirk Cousins helped me out, too. Yeah, Tanya Hill's already sitting on the bench. Well, he's oh wait, let me clear that up. He's not benched, but um they 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 already went three and out so on the first oh. drive. So so oh, we'll man. see how that happens. You you may pick the right choice. Um, yeah, I've been doing that so far. I mean, uh, I've been picking Stafford over uh, Patrick Mahomes too yeah. on my other team. On my other team. Yeah, that's pretty smart. <laughs> um, I gotta say, um, Carolina. I don't know what's going on. Um, Sam Darnold does not look good. And no, I they started a, three and zero. 
Yeah. I had a feeling that was going to happen. I don't know why. I just had this bad feeling that they weren't like the real 3-0 team. I know they want to say Chris McCaffrey's not there. I'm like, okay. Um, mm-hmm. you, you you don't uh, – uh, what am I trying to say? Uh, you have Stan Dunno as, as your quarterback. So I don't, yeah, yeah. As much as hype as they was giving them early on, he doesn't look solid. Yeah. Uh, another team that we got to wonder what happened to them this week is the Chargers. They yeah. lost. To, uh, they lost thirty-four to six. I think it's the Baltimore Ravens. I mean, Baltimore Ravens. I mean, Lamar Jackson is doing amazing things over there. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, you still had uh, coming out some pretty good wins, you know, for the Chargers. And all of a sudden, you know, you lose that bad. I mean, it's not that you know you lost. Okay, you lost Baltimore, whatever. But you lost thirty-four to six. Yeah, and that, that just didn't. That's just not a good look. Yeah, yeah. This was the game I, I, everybody was excited about. And I heard people saying. They should flex this game to a Sunday night football game, and mm-hmm. after, after this, after what happened, I'm glad it didn't happen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, especially if you're a Charger fan. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. Baltimore, I, they just came to this play, especially that defense. They completely wiped out anything the Chargers had. Like they had uh, all the answers um, defensively for the Chargers. Like no Herbert, hardly any um, Keenan Allen, hardly any. Um, um, Austin Eckler, he had a Eckler had a really bad game um, mm-hmm. yesterday. So, um, so Baltimore did a good job defensively. Offensively, the running backs did good offensively. Lamar didn't have a that's all of a game. I guess he had a cool down so, at some point. But yeah, yeah um, Baltimore they dominated and it wasn't even close. Yeah, yeah. So sorry, Phil. Uh, you you got you didn't want to pick the uh, Chargers on that one. Mm-hmm. Oh, just like Hodge was the one who picked the Carolina <laughs> on the last <Yeah>. game. <laughs> I knew better. Uh, this next one, it was easy for all of us. And uh, sure enough, they made it look like that. It was uh, the Rams defeating the Giants 38 to 11. And you look at this game, obviously, you and I looked at this game. And uh, and uh, it was just sad for the Giants. I mean, I, I, feel, I mean, it's nice to see that we were winning. Mm-hmm. Could have possibly win by more. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> but uh uh, it, it just—I mean—they were bullying the Giants throughout this whole game. Yeah, um, there's not much to say about it. This game, like um, we we knew that the Rams was going to come in and dominate. They looked shaky at first. It looked like the Giants was going to compete with them, but it was only a matter of time before the Rams separated. Um, I, I think they said this is the first time uh, NFL game ended with the score thirty-eight to eleven. Mm. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And, um, and McVeigh said, and a few of the Rams players said they weren't satisfied with their performance, especially yeah. on the offense. They said they yeah, could have yeah. did better. Yeah, I mean, you, you look at some of the offense that he wasn't satisfied. We had Matthew Stafford throw for 251 yards and four touchdowns. He did throw an interception. John Wolford even threw an interception with no, with no yards <laughs> and no touchdown. Daryl <laughs> uh, Henderson went for 78 yards and a touchdown. Sonny, Sonny Michelle, so they had a pretty decent running game. Yeah. Uh, went for 42 yards. Cooper Cup, 130 yards, two touchdowns. He got me a lot of pretty decent uh, fantasy points. Same. <laughs> <laughs> Tyler Hegby with 36 yards. Uh, Robert Woods with 31 yards, only two receptions. So that's and with a touchdown. Henderson had a receiving touchdown. So, I mean, it, it looked, I mean, Robert Rochelle with the interceptions. But we're talking again about the offense, my bad. But, um, yeah, I mean, maybe because uh, Deshaun Jackson did, wasn't too much involved. He only had six yards for a reception there, but uh, maybe that's why I know he, oh, uh, uh, Sean McVay has been talking about getting him involved a little bit more. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I, I would like 
for the well, I will say for a fantasy standpoint, I'm loving I'm loving the fact that Cooper Cup is being targeted. But oh yeah, yeah. From a Rams fans perspective, I need to see the ball. I like to see Lamar more distributed to our players. Um, mm-hmm. We still have a really solid uh, roster outside of Cooper Cup. Robert Woods is a very quality wide receiver that could get the gritty yards. Van Jefferson's coming to his own. Deshaun Jackson can mm-hmm. still get it. We still have weapons. So I would like to see the ball spread out more than to just mm-hmm. one guy because uh, eventually, and it kind of happened it happened in a, in a Cardinals game. You like South yeah. Cooper Cup. Um, um, you you got to look around. And thankfully, Matthew Stafford uh, isn't going to be hooked on Cooper Cup the way um, I hate to say it, Jared Goff was. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you, you get this feeling that if um, Cougar Cup's taken away, uh, Matthew Stafford's going to try somewhere else. But um, I still would like to see the ball distributed and, more. And you can see Sean McVay is trying to give that more confidence to the rest of the receivers. Like, like I was saying, you know, you shouldn't get the shot. Jackson more involved. Jefferson a little bit more involved. So, I mean, because he knows, like, yeah, you know, it's easy to throw to Cooper Cup. And uh, but there will be times when, you know, like he won't be that, you know, obviously – Teams are going to figure that out, and they're going to be like, oh, we got to go somewhere else. That's why he's trying also the running game, you know, trying to move on with the running games in case, you know, because that's how it was when, when Sean McVay first started, when Todd Gurdy was in town. Yeah. And it was all Todd Gurdy's show, you know. Yeah. And uh, so he's trying to bring back those types, too, where we could, we're could we not afraid to use any any of our weapons at our running game, passing game, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. But, yeah, so, uh, yeah, like I said, it was a obvious win. This next one, uh, the Colts uh, defeating the Texans 31-3. They went all over them. But the Texans are, I mean, man, they're a mess right now. Yeah. I mean. They're, they're, they're up there. They're down there, or down there with the Miami Dolphins right now. Like, yeah. Yeah. I, um, we predicted that the Texans were going to have a bad season. There's too much drama going on. So that's mm-hmm. what I was expected. Um, um, I, wanna, I do want to give my shout-out to Jonathan Taylor, who just – Absolutely erupted in the second half. Um, he only Give me a lot of points. Same. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I feel like we. I feel like we're just sure we we like have a chemistry with our fantasy teams. We got yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He only had um uh, two, three touches, two carries, and like one catch in the first half. And for some mm. reason, Frank Wright was like, "Okay, let's just run the ball with him, see what he does." I'm like, dude, like you have a young quality running back. He could be the best. In the top five in the league in like the next couple of years, run the football. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. It worked out for him in this one. Uh the six of the Chiefs defeating Washington 31 to 13. Uh, so Mahomes and the Chiefs are back, it looks like. Maybe uh, we'll, we'll see. Um they they still look pretty shaky um in yeah. that game, but um they woke up out of it and and dominated um Washington. Um, Mahomes with two interceptions thrown in that game. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, he still threw 30, 397, two yards. He likes to throw the ball still, 31 yards rushing. But, uh, yeah, I mean, those two interceptions. I mean, I, there was a time where he was just – you weren't able to intercept him at all. Yeah. Um, yeah he, he may have to play a little more disciplined football moving mm-hmm. forward, um, especially uh, as the Chiefs figure out how to fix the defense because that defense is bad. There's no other yeah. way of putting it. So. Yeah, yeah, I need some improvements there. Yeah, and uh, I, I do want to say this before we move on. Patrick Mahomes needs to get his fiance and his mother, like, tell him to calm down with those tweets. Yeah, yeah. 
Oh, please, please speak what you're talking about right now. I, 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 in case some other people don't know. Okay, so last week his fiance tweeted that um uh, something about the referees never uh, give him the calls. They never um, give him the calls his way, mm-hmm. and um, I, I was I was like whatever. And um, <laughs> this week his mother tweeted okay, like one of the interceptions um, came off of Tyreek Hill's hands and um. And uh, the defender end up catching it, and she felt right. like that shouldn't have counted against Patrick Mahomes because her <laughs> son. <laughs> okay. Wow. Okay. Her son, she said her son um, threw it, and it tipped off of Tyree Kill's hands, so it shouldn't have counted as an. Uh, as an <laughs> I'm like, uh, I'm like, um, I'm like, get get your family, um. Okay, I, I, okay, I, I wasn't gonna say nothing. Yeah, he definitely needs to get Jackson Mahomes. He needs to get his yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, anyway, <laughs> how about those Packers and Aaron Rodgers owning the Bears, man? Uh, I mean, he, he wasn't wasn't anything superb for the Rodgers. Was he threw only one hundred ninety five and two touchdowns? Yeah. But uh, hey, enough to get the win. I mean. Justin Fields didn't look any better, so yeah, yeah. Um, obviously, Justin Fields is still finding himself in the NFL, so we'll yeah. see how that works out. I mean, uh, like I said, he's still young. You know, Rogers is almost on his way out of Green Bay anyway, so uh, yeah. And I think is these games are going to help help him. You know, yeah, and he'd run around talking about I, I own you and whatnot, and uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sticking yeah. it to Bears fans. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah he loves but, to do that. Yeah, no tiny penalties for that though. But hey, I'm I'm not in the NFL, so <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, the other one, uh, Bengals defeating the Lions, thirty-four to eleven. So how about Cincinnati, man? They look, I mean, yeah, it is the Lions, but uh, Joe Burrow's coming in, coming his way in there. Yeah, um, they're they're starting to find their winning ways again. It took them a little bit. Um, I know a lot of people wanted Zach Taylor's throat when he first came in and said we're not winning, but um, they they turned the tide. Um, they. They're competing in the AFC North. I think they're close next to the um the Ravens, actually, now that I'm thinking about it. Yeah. 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 So. I mean, you think you talk about that young, the young uh quarterback receiving coach with him and Jamar Chase. Uh, Jamar Chase with 97 yards before it touches. Yeah. So uh that's not bad. I mean, that's also developing pretty well over there in Cincinnati. Yeah, yeah. Um it, Ch- Chase is my early candidate for rookie of the year so far. Okay. Yeah. And, and of course, we got to talk about Jared Goff in this one. Uh, I mean, the Lions are 0 6. And uh, so it's it's obviously completely different from, you know, what the Rams, what we have here with the Rams. Mm -hmm. But uh, I mean, he threw for 202 yards. There's something missing. I mean, Jared Goff is like, it's so, it's like, he's such a weird story. You know, it's like, he's an NFL quarterback, you know, and he, he plays like an NFL quarterback in a way, but it's like, it's just something that he's just missing. That it's like he probably his arm is not there, his confidence. I don't know what it is about him, but it's like it, it, it's so weird. <laughs> yeah, I don't get it either. Like he has the tangibles, he he makes the right decisions, but every once in a while he makes some some of the most boneheaded plays. It's yeah, like he fumbles a lot. He throws it behind himself. Like I don't know what's going on. Like and like I said earlier in the previous episode, the Lions are in these games. Um, yeah, not, not, not in this one, but <laughs> not, not in this particular one. But like the the other ones, the last ones where you lost, they lost by a couple field goals, didn't they? I think. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's it's like 
I don't know if I don't know if at this point they're discouraged or whatnot, but um, but yeah, they've been in the games early on. They should be two and five or two, two or four, right? Excuse me. So yeah. or, or at the very least. So I don't know. I, I don't know what the good thing is they have two first round picks uh within the next couple of years. Um based on what they're going right now, they look like they're gonna have the first overall pick. So yeah, I don't know what's gonna happen. I mean, if you also look at the receiving core for Detroit, I mean, it's not much also to talk about, you know, in a way. Yeah, you know, I've got to so, get them the ball. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, <laughs> that. I mean, I think they're one of the better receivers is their tight end, Hawkinson. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not like they have a Megatron over there anymore. <laughs> for real. Yeah. It, it, it seems like he, he just locks into Hawkinson, just like he locked yeah. into um, – he always has the one guy he locks into – which is yeah why he's in the situation he's in. Yeah, most likely, yeah. Uh, this next one, uh, man, this is bad news for us, though. Arizona, on top of uh, the Browns, uh, dominating dominating performers this time again. Uh, yeah. I believe, uh, what's his name, got hurt. Baker Mayfield's been hurt uh, a little bit. Yeah. Uh, he uh, so, But he's expected to continue playing with a dislocated shoulder. So uh, Kareem Hunt also hurt. Jeremiah Koramoa uh, out of for at least a month. So they have a couple players hurt over there. Mm-hmm. But still, you know, uh, Arizona, man, they, they look they seem on stop board right now. Yeah. Um, so Arizona is like the best team in football right now. And like it's it sucks. They have, more, I mean, they 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 recently just traded for uh, Zach Ertz. Oh yeah, that that was fun to see. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So right. I mean, they look like they look like the Tampa last year's Tampa where they were just picking up all these players. Like, oh shit, they got these guys now. Oh, they got these guys now. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. That's, it's crazy. Um, they they just look unstoppable. Um, I'm they they keep blowing up. They they they're pretty much. It feels like they're trying to turn into us right now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and how about them boys? Dallas defeating the New England Patriots in overtime. That was an interesting game there, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, uh, I mean, the, the Cowboys look good right now. I mean, are they, are they for real this year? Um, I think so. I think – I won't say this is their year, but I think um, they look good. And they – I feel like they competed against um, a good portion of the teams. I, I think I'll put them, like – in the middle of the of the best pack, but um, yeah, they they look amazing. And we talk about quarterbacks and receiver combos. I mean, Dak Prescott four hundred forty five yards with three touchdowns, but he threw for CD Lamb one hundred forty nine yards and two touchdowns for CD Lamb. So uh, yeah, that's looking pretty good for them. Uh, and uh, yeah, that that's Dallas is looking at least that little combo right there. It's looking pretty good. The yeah. Dalton Schultz was thirty nine yards. Amari Cooper with fifty five. So uh, yeah, they're looking pretty decent. Yeah, Kevon Diggs with another interception. Oh yeah, the yeah, interceptions that, machine right now. Yeah, he he is having a crazy season. Like he keeps getting these interceptions, and he keeps getting burned. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but no, he's doing it though. Yeah, he yeah he is doing that. Uh, Raiders defeat the Broncos thirty-four to twenty-four. The Raiders, we thought, you know, I think uh, we go back to our pickums. You and I thought uh, they're going to get distracted by this. And it's not going to work out. And uh, Phil was very confident the Raiders were going to work out. So 
He was right on this one. Uh, the Raiders looked pretty good. Derek Carr looked pretty decent. I did make. I made him my uh, my F player of the week. I think. Yep. Last week or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, three hundred forty-one yards, two touchdowns, uh, for him. So uh, he looked pretty good. Henry Ruggs with ninety-seven yards, probably some fantasy points and a mm-hmm. touchdown. So uh, yeah, Raiders look pretty decent. It's a pretty good uh, Bronco team that also started three and zero, and now they're three and three. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I don't. I'm trying to figure out the Broncos right now. I, I was rooting for Teddy Bridgewater. I was rooting for the Broncos. He, he did not have a good game. I mean, three interceptions in that game. Yeah. And so I don't know. Maybe they were one of those fake um, undefeated teams as well, you know? I, yeah. I heard a, peop, a couple of people say they're not real, but I'm like, oh, they'll, they'll I'm like, oh, they'll, they'll get it going some more. But right now they look really stagnant. Um, yeah. big, ups, big ups to the Raiders for – putting up a good game and putting up a good fight and showing them that they still belong within the top teams, you know? Yeah. Well, at least they threw the, he threw the Noah fan for 97 yards and touchdown. He was in my fantasy team too. Okay. So, uh, <laughs> that, at least he, at least he did that. All right. That, yeah, that's good. That's good. <laughs> Sunday night game, uh, was an interesting one too. Uh, it was won by the Steelers over the Seahawks in the Super Bowl. I uh, forgot which Super Bowl rematch. It was one of the Super Bowls rematch. Yeah. Um, and Big Ben uh, got that win again. Uh, of course, there's no Russell Wilson in this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, uh, but uh, Ben Roethlisberger with 220. He had a pretty decent night, uh, 229 yards and a touchdown. Najee mm-hmm. Harris with 81 yards. Mm-hmm. So he, he had a pretty decent game. Uh, but yeah, Geno Smith, we talk about, I mean, Geno Smith also didn't have all too bad of a, of a game. He threw for 29 yards and a touchdown. He threw, uh, Alex Collins went for 101 yards and a touchdown. Mm-hmm. But uh, I mean, you can tell, like, yeah, I mean, it would definitely be a different game if Russell Wilson was in there. You could tell, like, I mean, I was into the broadcasters and they were saying that, oh, I, who knew that you know the Seahawks would be built with around the quarterback? Everybody did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what the Seahawks were. You know, their 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 persona was. I mean, after even the the the, the defensive years, uh, it, after that, it was more just Russell Wilson doing his thing. Exactly, exactly. Like. Um... Seattle has been carried by Russell Wilson um, yeah. last couple of seasons. And um, I, re- I forgot what season, not too long ago, he was responsible for 97% of their touchdowns. And, wow, yeah. And, and people were like, oh, he's overrated. He, he doesn't deserve that big contract. I'm like, he is the contract. He is the, <laughs> the uh, he, you know, I'll, I'll take it a step further. He, um, he deserved the franchise. I mean, like the ownership. <laughs> wow <laughs> yeah so, yeah i can see that i can see that <laughs> so uh, it's ridiculous to say that oh well, we didn't see this coming well you should have um yeah yeah i don't geno smith to me like i feel like they never gave him enough chances to develop um i'm talking about back like well once before, when he got drafted and whatnot like mm. i feel like they should have like helped him out more develop him more because you see him now, like the potential's always been there. It's just he can't never get over that hump. So, so yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, props to the, the Steelers. The defense showed up big time on a lot of key plays because the offense still looked a bit stagnant. Um, what? Well, what? Well, and I mean, like, um, Ben Roethlisberger looked a little stagnant. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, Najee Harris uh, had a good game, like you said, and yeah. So big ups to Pittsburgh. Yeah. And uh, so let's talk about our results here for the pickums. 
Uh, Phil went from 45 to 54, so he had a pretty decent one. I mean, he picked up some some pretty decent wins right there. Mm-hmm. Uh, the ones he got wrong was the Chargers, the the Browns, and the Patriots and the Seahawks. Uh, like I said, I, I caught up with you this time, Hodge. Uh, picked up those two games when you called Miami and Carolina. Yeah, I know you're happy. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty happy. I was like, whoo. I don't want your brag. I know you will brag about it big time <laughs> at the end of the year. Uh, big time yeah. bragger here. No, no, I, I'm I'm the quiet bragger. I wait till like it's done. I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, well, we were saying the finals because I mean, right now we we all said Bills right now, and uh, there's still a game as we as we're recording. The Bills are out three zero. Yeah, so far it's looking good. Um, Tennessee's starting to move the ball now, but um. Yeah, mm-hmm. they, but yeah, the, the Bills still look good right now so far. Yeah, and another game that's going on right now is the 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 of course game three of the ALCS, which we'll talk a little bit more about baseball later on. But the Red Sox are leading one to zero in that game. Mm-hmm. Uh, some quick injuries uh, for we talked about the Browns situation, but the Panthers have their running back Christian McAfee out and Smith playing three weeks. Richard Sherman, who just signed with the Bucks, is expected to miss a few weeks with a hamstring injury. Kind of hard to see that one coming. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but that will be uh, it on that week. So uh, we we turn the page and go to week seven. We don't have Phil's picks right now, but we will get them in soon. Hopefully, by the time you know you guys are hearing this uh, recording already. Okay. Uh, but let's go through these. Uh, let's go through these. Uh, you know, uh, pickums for week seven. Uh, it's already week seven of the NFL season. I know it's going by so quick. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Before we do that, did you want to? Do you want to do it now or the um? The um A plus and F player of the week, or or do you want to wait? Oh, right. right, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's just do it right now. Yeah, I, I did forget about that. We did forget. About okay, yeah, let's do that. Um, I'll let you go first. Okay, this was every week is hard to pick an A plus player because a lot of uh, uh, players perform pretty well. I uh, I'll just show you what I had in my list, like um a final list for the week. Um, um, I had um Trevor Lawrence, Marvin Jones. Jonathan Taylor, Dalvin Cook, Kyler Murray. Those were the finalists, but I decided to go with one and spread out a little bit. Mm-hmm. TJ Watt. Um, okay. Yeah, he had a massive game. Um, he he stepped up big time. Um, let me check his stats again. Uh, I, I don't remember him. Uh, uh, stupid website is down. All right. That's okay. Uh, <laughs> I, I, try, I try to pick him up. I try to pick him up right now. I try to pick him up. Yeah, I know he had like, like two sacks. And like three, yeah, he had two sacks, six tackles, uh, two, uh, and two, uh, sacks. I I didn't get tackles for loss, but I'm pretty sure that you mentioned he got a couple of them, yeah. And, um, he was one of the key components to, um, dominate that game, so he did his thing. So, big ups to, um, TJ Watt, he's my A plus player of the week, all right. For me, you know, again, I'll stick to the quarterbacks on this one, yeah, this one because I I don't think I had, I have given him much appreciation this week, and he's done. Pretty decent. He did get an interception in this one, but I mean, it, it's whatever. It's compared to what he did offensively. Uh, I got to go with Dak Prescott okay. on this one. 445 yards, three touchdowns, and he threw to his guy uh, CD Lamb, 149 yards and two touches. Set him up for that for that big week. Mm-hmm. So for this one, I have to go with Dak Prescott on this one. Okay. All right. Now your F player of the week. All right. Um. So. I had two guys on my radar before I picked my F player of the week. Um, mm-hmm. Sam Darnold, Baker Mayfield. Um, I couldn't decide which one of those players looked atrocious, but there was mm-hmm. one 
that looked even worse. And I hate to say it, Jared Goff. Oh, I know it, it hurts. Yeah. It, it guts me to say it, but he he's just the same. He has the same habits, and I honestly feel like this is who he is. And I want mm-hmm. him to get better. I, I I want him to improve, but I I think this is it for him. Um, I, I think this this is a ceiling. I think he's peaked. Uh, twenty eight out completely twenty eight out of forty two passes for two hundred two yards and interception. Not mm-hmm. gonna do it. Um, they should run the ball a little more. I will say that, but um, yeah, I it pays me to do it. But golf just looked really bad this week. So, yeah, yeah. Golf. To me, it's tough. I'm I'm still like debating in there. Um, uh, with all these, you know, players that uh, you know, you look at something like like Justin Herbert, who just came off a pretty good week, and mm-hmm. the way he performed, uh, it's it's one of the top ones I can't think of. Like you said, Baker Mayfield is up there, um, you know, and, uh, but, uh, there's another one that I was like, um, who's oh yeah, Jalen Hurts, but, uh, he, you know, as, as a quarterback, I mean, he didn't, he, he didn't produce much here, only 115 yards, but he, then I looked at his rushing yards, oh, 44, two yard, 44 yards for two touchdowns rushing. Okay. That's not too bad, you know, uh, I guess, but, uh, for this one, I mean, I don't know. I felt like, uh, I, I have to give it to, uh, Teddy Bridgewater on this mm. one. Yeah, yeah. 234 yards. I mean, he did two three touchdowns, but three interceptions. I mean, as we know, quarterbacks for interception, that's killer. I mean, he was just one shy away from like, from like uh, one of the worst quarterback performances, you know? Yeah. And uh, so for this one, I had to get an unfortunate to Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah. He was on my list too. Yeah. But um, hopefully he can come back for it uh, next week when uh, they play Cleveland. And that will be on a, a Thursday game, I believe. Yep. And uh, which will take us to week seven. <laughs> All right. All right. Week seven. Let's start off, like we mentioned, Denver at Cleveland. All right, I'm going to let you take this one. Um, I'm going to go with Denver. Denver? Yep. Uh, so you're saying they're going to come back on this one and uh, perform and, uh, you know, yeah, I could go. I could do Denver, too. I did Denver on this one. Uh, Kansas City at Tennessee. I got to go with Kansas City on this one. Yeah, I'm going with KC as well. And based on how the Titans are playing so far, I think um safe to go with KC. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Washington and Green Bay. Uh, I got the Packers. How can you not go with Packers right now? But the way the, the whole Packer team is playing right now, it's not just Aaron Rodgers. It's the whole yeah. Packers team right now. And that's when they're best, when it's not just Rodgers doing mm-hmm. his thing. Um, Cincinnati at Baltimore. Ooh, this is going to be a good one right here. Let's see. Yeah. It was a good test for Joe Burrow, Burrow and the Bengals. Mm-hmm. But the way that I feel like Jamar Jackson's played right now is uh, I'm about to go with Baltimore. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, I, I'm loving Cincinnati, but um, I feel like um, Lamar Jackson is too much for them right now. So I'm going with Baltimore. Oh, yeah. And you're going to tough one. I mean, both teams are like, they're really underperforming recently, especially one, especially the Giants. Carolina, the New York Giants right now. Um, are the Giants could either look at this last year and be like frustrated, but then again, a lot of the teams hurt. Carolina could look at it the same way. So, Hodge, what do you got on this one? Um, it, It's hard for me to like um, say the Giants are going to do anything. So I, I just get amazed every time they do. 
So mm-hmm. I might get amazed this week, but I'm going with Carolina because I just don't see it. Yeah, I guess I'm agreeing with you a lot on this one, too. I mean, they have players hurt in the Giants, and you can't win like that, mm-hmm. I feel. So Carolina for me, too. Atlanta and Miami right here. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to have to go with Atlanta on this one. I'm still like, – I told you, I'm not sold on Miami, and I'm not sold on their quarterback just yet. Okay. And uh, Matty Ice is Matty Ice, you know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, hold on. Um. Okay. I thought they were going to be on a bye week. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> that That's messed up. You have a fight in UK and then – never mind. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh. Damn, NFL. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I got the Falcons. Okay. Yeah, I for real thought Miami had a bye week. <laughs> <laughs> the Jets and the Patriots. Arch, what you got? Oh, my goodness. Is, is it time to, time to turn the page on the Patriots right now and give it to the new kid in uh, New York? Or uh, or the Patriots still going to be the Patriots? They still got Bill Belichick. They still have that mindset. So what do you got? Um, if it was any other team against the Patriots, I'd pick any other team. I wouldn't be surprised if the Jets win, to be honest. That's how much hmm. the Patriots have fallen. But I got the Patriots in this one. Okay. You know what? In that case, I'm going to do you either I'm gonna do your favor or I'm just going to take advantage of that. I'm going to go with the New York Jets. Okay. Let's see how that is. Let's see how that's going to go. Let's make that game interesting. Let's make it a little bit interesting this week. All right. That uh, could be the make or break to give you the league. Yeah, right. Oh, maybe this one. I don't know how this one's going to go. The, the Eagles and the Raiders right now. The Raiders, they're going to go back home. They're playing the Eagles, who uh, they didn't have too much bad of a performance against the Bucks. And the Raiders, of course, they took that win against Denver. And they are back home. So, um, for me on this one, um, I still feel like, uh, what's that quarterback from the from the Eagles? Uh, yeah, he still needs a little bit more work. I'm going to go with the Raiders on this one. Yeah, I got the Raiders as well. Okay. Funny, I almost said Oakland. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, surprised I say San Luis on this one, but you got Detroit. <laughs> <laughs> Detroit. So the, here we go. Uh, this is going to be a good a game to watch. I mean, I mean, it, I I can already uh, guess who you're going to pick, but and I I can already guess who Phil's going to pick in this one. Mm. But uh, we bring our, our old boy back uh, for to, we're going to. Bring him to SoFi. That's kind of messed up too. Is like, look what you could have had. <laughs> kind of thing. Yeah, you played there a little bit last year, but you didn't have the fans there. But it's like kind of still like, man, that's a big move. So it's like, look, <laughs> look, 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 look over here, Stafford already. It's like, man, it's that's 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 bad one. Yeah, it's all bad, right? It's like yeah. it's like you're breaking up with your girlfriend, and then like she gets, I don't know, all of a sudden she gets all better looking or something, and you're like, man. <laughs> <laughs> She becomes a, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> uh, yeah, um, but yeah, well, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna send you going with the on this one. Yes, I am. Yeah, sorry, Jerry Goff. Like, I mean, man, it's gonna be it's gonna be bad for Jerry Goff emotionally. I feel like, man, I, I think this is worse for than Tom Brady going back to New England in a way. Yeah, it's well, at least for, for, for him for him going back to New England, it was a more like oh heartwarming or whatever. Yeah, for, for Jared Goff is gonna be more like, look, we got better. We got better with that. <laughs> yeah, that's sad. Oh man. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's gonna be an emotional game next week. Yeah, and then you gotta yeah. think too. Um, 
uh, Stafford's going to look at the Lions, you know. Oh, that's true. Yeah, I mean, I, he was there for a little bit. And I keep forgetting that he was over there. I'm like, I, I'm more focused on golf and the Rams. And then I forgot Stafford was with the Lions over there, too. Man. Yeah. He's probably left. I was like, man, I'm glad I'm not there anymore. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Chicago at the Buccaneers. The Bears playing the Rainy Champs. Uh, how do you got on this one? I got the Bucks. Yeah, you, you got to go with the Bucks on this one. Sorry, Bears. Sorry, uh, Fields. Not yet. Not yet, Fields. I could guess also this next one for you. Uh, Houston and Arizona. Of course, Arizona, by the way, yeah. they're playing. Yeah. It's just, I mean, it's sorry, Houston. There's just nothing there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, Colts at 49ers. Uh, 49ers is coming off a bye week. Mm-hmm. Colts coming off a win. Um, this is, uh, you know, of course, the 49ers need to continue winning. Uh, they need to continue their winning ways. Uh, well, uh, you know, in order they want to compete back in this division, mm-hmm. they're gonna really play it a lot. Is Garoppolo playing? I don't even know, or is they gonna give it back to their I, I Garoppolo see, still? I think they're giving it back. I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure to be honest with you. Yeah, I'm gonna go with. Oh man, it's gonna be it's gonna be in San Francisco. I'm gonna go. I, I think George Kittle's hurt a bit. I think too. Yeah, yeah, he's gonna be out for a while. So I'm going with Indy on this one. Oops. Okay. Okay. Hodge. So, um, yeah, it's going to be uh, – hmm. I, I don't have it together as I thought. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I think with their limitations – oh, wow. You know, I feel like the Colts are a better team if they evolve the offense around Jonathan Taylor, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I yeah, like, yeah. I feel like if they establish the run game, then they could beat the Niners. But, oh, man, I don't know. Hmm. Oh, man. Um, you had to pick one. I know. Yeah. I'm going to see. I'm going to see how in, how real Indy is. Um, I'm going to go with the Niners. Okay. All right. Yeah, so, uh, so you may end up getting it. May end up getting a two-point lead, or you, we oh, may sure. end up being tied. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, or you may get a two-point lead. We'll see. Yeah, and uh, this next one, uh, uh, this is another tough one, I think. New Orleans and Seattle. Yeah. For Seattle, I mean, I think that was a big loss they had last week in order for them to compete, to compete in the NFC West. Yeah. Um, That was a big loss for them. So, uh, I mean, New Orleans is, New Orleans is still kind of in there, uh, hanging around, uh, even though the the Bucks are really good. Um, but, uh, man, it's going to be tough for me. They are in Seattle. So, uh, Gito, uh, I'm going I'm going with Seattle on this one. Okay. She's going to pick up this win. All right. Uh, I got the Saints. Oh, all right. So, we got another one. All right. We, we're finishing off this, the week with a pretty good competition. Yep. All right. So, uh, that'll be our picks. Um, Hopefully we get Phil's pick soon, uh, but if not, it's still fine. And let's just go real quick with the scores right now. The Bills are six six zero right now in the second quarter because the Tennessee Titans. I'm I'm glad I picked. Uh, what did I say? I picked over Tannehill. Um, I can't remember. I can't remember. Oh. What did I say? What did I say? Oh, Kirk Cousins. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and oh man, and looking real quick at the scoring in Boston and the. Uh, Astros game, Boston's on top 6-0 in the bottom of the second inning. 
So Boston's trying to get that too, which we'll talk a little bit more about baseball right now. And uh, we'll be uh, right back. All right, so the LCS is upon us. We have the ALCS with the Astros and the Red Sox and the NLCS with the Braves and the Dodgers, which we got to uh, – well, you know what? I was going to talk about the LCS right now, but uh, let's move it a little bit back to the uh, NLDS with the Dodgers and the Giants series, of course. I think when we were recording, I think that we had most of the division series done with already mm-hmm. last week, and we were just waiting for the Dodgers and the Giants. That was going to be a game five, and it's the, it's the game of the playoffs probably. You know, it's uh, – Two bitter rivals going at it. It's gonna be before that we had the wild card game between the Red Sox and the Yankees going at it earlier. A one game playoff. This was the five game series against uh, you know between the the, the best rivalry in the, in the West in the National League, the Dodgers and the Giants. I think it's the first time that they played each other in the, in the playoffs since moving to 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 California. Mm-hmm. And so uh, we talk more about that. Uh, how the series came up out, you know, we talked uh, we talked about how the Giants came up 1-0, then the Dodgers tied it, then the, Do- the Giants came back 2-1, the Dodgers tied the series, and it came, came down to game five in San Francisco. And, uh, man, it was uh, there's a lot of things to talk about. Well, no way there's a lot of things to talk about. Uh, uh, who started uh, man, who started that game? Uh, I believe it was uh, was it Bueller uh, and the, Do- the Giants had – oh, no, it was, it was mostly a bullpen game, I believe. And then the Giants had uh, the Giants had their ace uh, Webb Logan Webb who pitched Game One who is remember he threw a shutout for most part of the game because the Dodgers. So yeah, man, as a Dodger fan, I was like, shit, we're gonna have to really hit. We're gonna have to. Can't, we can't just be fucking around this time. So sure enough, uh, Dodgers came back and they closed it out. They made an interesting. Dave Roberts made an interesting uh, decision at the end of the game to well, they got the lead uh, and then. Um, he had the starter, the ace, the potential Cy Young Award winner, Max Scherzer, close it out to get the save. A lot of people are thinking, like, why would you do that? You're going to need him for, you know, to begin the next series against the, the Braves. But I saw it more as, like, well, we just we, – there will, might not be another series. And I guess Dave Roberts was like, well, we want to for sure shut it down. And he shut it down. And that, that's the thing about, like, some, some – uh, what I find uh, for other Dodger fans that I, I don't like, you know, it's like, Obviously, you know, it, it's on any sport, you know. When something goes wrong, you know, you blame the coach. When something goes well, you praise the player, <laughs> you know. But what, where's the praise, you know, with and Dave Roberts? Obviously, if Scherzer wouldn't do well, uh, you know, you're going to blame Dave Roberts. Like, well, what you put him there then, you know, you're stupid. I wouldn't have done that. But because they did well and they survived and they invested the next round, oh, you know, everybody, all the praise goes to Scherzer and everybody forgets, okay, well, obviously, Dave, whatever Dave Roberts did would worked out you know mm-hmm. and so that's what happened but it did end it in a check swing that a lot of people are saying was it a check swing like did he go around or did he not go around and i'll say this he did go around i mean i'm sorry he didn't go around my bad he mm-hmm. didn't go around it was a check swing he shouldn't have called strike uh struck out he shouldn't have been called strike and the game shouldn't have ended at that moment but you know, obviously, uh, in baseball, the one thing you can't challenge or, you know, you can't question or you can't argue are balls and strikes from the umpire. Mm-hmm. And so there was no way that they could have been reviewed at the end of the game to see if he went around. Or not. It was a call to strike. There was no way to get around. So there's another thing. So that's what that's what really happened. Another thing, too. Um, so there's also a lot of after that, there's a lot of assumption going on. OK, so, you know, obviously, what if that was called? Uh, that wasn't called the strikeout. You know, obviously the hitter at the time, Wilmer Flores, had a, you know, had a shot. 
yeah. to do something. Mm-hmm. But if you look back to the numbers, his numbers against Max Scherzer are like 0 for 17. He's never gotten ahead against him. So to assume that he's going to get ahead this time, obviously the playoffs, it's always another round, you know, blah, blah, blah. It's, you know, it's far off, you know. Mm-hmm. And so we also talk about earlier in the season where uh, the ma- main reason why the Giants won the division was because uh check swing wasn't called. Mm-hmm. So it's almost like fair game, you know. So it was almost, almost like, okay, you guys won because of a, of a check swing and now you guys lost because, you know, a non-check swing. Mm-hmm. So it was one of those things. So uh, it still was a classic, you know, that was you can tell in San Francisco, it was like, I don't know how the ratings were. I'm pretty sure it was high. And that's what baseball fans wanted to see, you know. Yeah. I was a Dodger fan. I was like, man, it's, I hate to see a game five, you know, win or lose against these freaking Giants. But, you know, as a baseball fan, man, that's that's what you want to watch, you know. And yeah. baseball, needs, and baseball needs stuff like that, I believe. It yeah. would have been nice to see them in the NLCS or something like that when they, you know, another when they have a longer series and it's for an actual championship. But um, either way, the Dodgers won and they advanced to the NLCS. And now let's talk about – now let's talk about the ALCS first, uh, since it started first, right? Uh, we started the day – Series is tied 1-1. The Astros won game one, 5-4. The Red Sox came back game two. They tied the series 1-1. And right now, we're, where the game is on, it's 6-13, October 18. The Red Sox are leading 6-0 in the top of the third. So, and one of the reasons why they're winning a lot is because of Kike Hernandez, who's also a former Dodger. He has like, man, how many home runs in this playoffs? And he did it. He did it in, in, with, with us last year, too. He was one of those very good clutch hitters. He will give you the whole year with he was okay, not bad, but he was okay. And all of a sudden, the playoffs hit. He's a, one of the greatest players in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. So he's doing that with the same thing with Boston. And that's the, most, that's the main reason why Boston's this far. I mean, remember, they eliminated the best, uh, I believe, the best record in the American League, Tampa Bay Rays, the reigning American League MVP. I mean, American League champions. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and then, so, and a little reference to what I want to, what I think is funny, you do remember these two teams were the ones called that. For cheating, you know. So yeah, I like there's a little joke going around saying that instead of the ALCS, it's going to be called the American League Cheating Series. <laughs> so, so uh, yeah, that's, I thought that was funny too. <laughs> but um, I'm sure Kiki could tell us if they're cheating this time or not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so there's that. So right now they're going. The Red Sox are looking good to for to come to take a two-one series lead right now. Now. To the NLCS, which uh, unfortunately we had to talk about, and the Braves are up 2-0 because of, uh, after two straight walk-off hits for the Braves, and man, it's like, well, I tell you this again as a Dodger fan, what I notice the Dodgers do not make it look easy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they are always like, man, they, every freaking game is like, oh, every series is like, man, like we're all sweating bullets here as Dodger fans is like you saw it obviously in the last series we lost the first series this was the best of five they were down 2-1 where we could have lost one more and they would be eliminated mm-hmm. we ended up winning two straight you know so uh man that's that's how they that's how they usually play and remember last year we played the Braves in the NLC this is a, re- this is a rematch from last year's NLCS and yeah. we were down three we were down three one we pulled off a, a Cleveland a Cavaliers and came back three one to go to the World Series, mm-hmm. so uh, so that's what we're that's the kind of thing we're hoping for this this uh, this year, and a lot of these games, especially yesterday's game, well, game two, 
where we had the lead twice and we blew those two leads. And then some questionable Dave Roberts decisions that he did, he has made so far in the NLCS. But again, it's one of those things like, well, we, we, we beat it. We're beating him up for it now because it'll work out. But uh, obviously they worked out. We would have been, we wouldn't even been talking about him. We would just be praising the players and stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's one of those toxic, it's one of those toxic fan base things where yeah. you're always going to critique, you're always going to critique the, the coach or the manager. Yeah. Same old, same old. Yeah. Uh, so so uh, how, how, mm-hmm. how are you feeling right now with the Dodgers being down a two zero? So uh, I know you're going to think of me as like, man, come on, Rick. you got to be for real. I mean, but I told you about the Giants one. You asked yeah. me too, like, like, how do I feel about the Giants? I told you, like, I still not convinced. And you're like, oh, I don't know. Okay, Ricky. I mean, they are, they won the division and everything. <laughs> but I'm still not, I'm still not worried. Obviously they have to win. They, obviously, <laughs> that's, that's a big thing, you know. Yeah. Their chance of winning are still pretty high. They, they I still feel they have a better starting pitching staff. It, the Braves did win a big one yesterday by because we had our A shirts are starting that game. Mm-hmm. So they got past him. And now obviously, but now we're we're the, the series is shifting to LA. Three the three next the next three straight games. So those for sure we gotta win those three. Yeah. And it will be set, we could be set, you know, to win it over there in that back in Atlanta. But um, you know, I still feel good. We have Bueller, who's really been a really good playoff pitcher throughout his career pitching game three. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then from what I'm hearing, we're going to have another bullpen game, game four. That's going to be another questionable thing. And then game five, we're going to have back to Arias, who pitched game two for some reason. That that didn't make too much sense. And he gave up, a, uh, I believe, a two-run shot or something. Or he gave up a couple of runs. So uh, I still feel we're, we're good. I mean, like I said, you know, it, it's it's they never make it look easy. So we're down 1-0. We're down 2-0. Like I told you last year, we're down 3-1. And uh, last year, I think we even lost game one of the World Series, I believe. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, I still okay. Obviously, if we lose tomorrow, then it's really time to worry and to start, time to sweat and everything. But it's still a seven-game series. This would have been a five-game series. And, yeah, again, time to sweat it out. But this is the best of seven, and uh, we still look pretty good. I mean, there's, there's also a team that doesn't have Quentin Kershaw. We don't have Max Muncy. Obviously, you don't want to make up those excuses because mm-hmm. we we have a better team than those. It's not like we revolve around those players. Yeah. But, I mean, you could tell, like, yeah, that kind of might have made a difference. But um, we still have the talent that we should be able to take it all this year. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, that's, I'm still feeling comfortable with it. And uh, we'll, we'll have to see. I mean. Obviously, next tomorrow is uh, one of you can feel like, man, they're gonna come. They're in LA. They can't be losing those games in LA. Yeah. And uh, even the one game that we did lose against the Giants, it was just one zero. So we barely lost that game. So I mean, like I said, we start winning again. Yep. All right. With that being said, that'll be it for baseball. Uh, by the way, the first score is still six zero six zero. And uh, we're going to the bottom of the third inning right now. But uh, we'll be right back. We'll talk about some UFC real quick. Another fight night uh, in the Apex in Las Vegas. Uh, this one was headlined by women's featherweights. Uh, we had Norma Dumont against Aspen Ladd. Norma Dumont defeated Aspen Ladd. This, I think it was originally supposed to be uh, was it supposed to be Aspen Ladd against... Uh, Holly Holm. No, it was supposed to be Holly Holm and Norma Dumont. Aspen that stepped in late. 
due to a Holly Holm injury. And uh, so uh, it was headlined by those two women. And uh, Norma Dumont took the unanimous decision against Aspen Ladd. So, I mean, it was a last minute, you know, she, she got into the fight. So, yeah, it was unanimous, but I guess she went all the way five rounds against Norma Dumont. But it should be putting Norma Dumont up there now. Yeah. She has now uh, three wins in a row. Uh, and, I mean, that division, of course, is dominated by the go, you know, Amanda Nunes. Yeah. So, I mean, she's next after uh, her bantamweight one, uh, championship defense, maybe. But, uh, yeah, I mean, there's not much going on in that featherweight division, women's featherweight division. So, um, but, yeah, that's uh, – I, I, mean, I honestly didn't get to – well, I didn't pay attention too much to the fight. But uh, the way it sounds, unanimous decision, victory for Nomar Dumont. Yeah, um, Dumont dominated this fight, and it wasn't necessarily close. Um, Aspen mm-hmm. Ladd's coaches was, like, practically yelling at, at her, like, throughout the fight. They was trying to get her to get going. They're like, what are you doing? You're just sitting there. Um, you're, mm-hmm. not, you're not moving. You're just being standing. You got to go win or you're going to lose this fight. And Ladd did pick it up uh, within the last two fights. But – um. Uh, um, she, uh, Norma Dumont didn't have to do much. Um, she she fought a smart fight and um, uh, picked her punches wisely, and she dominated. Blocked all of um, Lad's takedowns, by the way. So, um, so yeah, yeah, it it was um, it wasn't even close. Um, Aspen Lad, um, I don't I don't know if 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 the moment's too big or if it was his last minute. She had to adjust something, but um. She, it just she just didn't seem like into this fight. So um so yeah, mm. Norma Dumont deserved this win. Okay. Next one was the heavyweights Andre Arlovsky defeating Carlos Felipe, the veteran Andre Arlovsky, 42 year old by the way. He's a of course a, a former UFC heavyweight champion. Uh took another he himself took a unanimous decision victory over Carlos Felipe in three rounds. So uh Congratulations, Sam. I mean, uh, how many wins does he have now in the UFC? And he has a two-fight winning streak going on now. Uh, he defeated Chase Sherman his last time out. So, Arlovsky uh, is getting up there. Still still on aging. He's still trying to kick in. Yeah. Uh, we have uh, – oh, go ahead. Uh, I was just going to say it's, it's not grandpa time yet. That was all I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> Lightweights, uh, Jim Miller defeated Eric Gonzalez in a KO – KO with a punch in two minutes and 14 seconds. Ooh, I need to go back and watch that fight. Yeah. Men in Fear All defeated Mariana Buena Silva in a unanimous decision, three rounds. I think I'll watch a little bit of this one. Yeah, Buena Silva just looks like she got her butt whooped by Fiero. So uh, that's, uh, yeah, that was a well deserved victory right there. Mm-hmm. Nate Landwehr defeating Ludivi Klein with a submission anaconda choke in the third mm-hmm. round. They went for uh, featherweights, uh, featherweight land underwear. Middleweights, mm-hmm. Bruno Silva defeated Andrew Sanchez in DKO with punches in the third round. Now, welterweights, Danny Roberts defeating uh, Ramazan Emiv with a decision split. Women's flyweights, Luana Carolina defeated Lupita Godinez on the United's on decision. But remember, Lupita Godinez fought in the previous fight night just a week ago. Yeah. And she won. And so she got, she came out real quick. She defeated Silvana Gomez Juarez last, uh, the week before. She mm-hmm. came back this week. They needed a last-minute fighter, and uh, Lupita Godinez came in. And uh, she didn't win, but uh, I was still pretty impressed. So I think that was the fastest turnaround uh, Yeah, in a UFC, I believe. 
then we have Benton with Dana Badgero defeated Brendan Davis at TKO elbows and punches in the first round. And Ariana Camelosi defeated Istalia Nunez in the submission rear naked choke in the third round. So bonuses went to, there was no fight of the night bonus awarded, but performances of the night went to Jim Miller, Nate Lanaware, Bruno Silva, and Dana Badgero on this one. A pretty decent little card. I mean, it's for the nice, lazy, whatever, Saturday. Yeah. You had nothing going on. Yeah. But this next one, man, it's, I mean, just this main event right here is going to be big. Both are victims to the great Israel Asanya, <laughs> uh, most recently Marvin Vittori, mm-hmm. um, who, is, who, by the way, I, if you remember, disappointed or got me so mad in his fight against Adesanya. He was just, the, I feel, the worst challenger. <laughs> the worst challenger yeah. for a title that I've seen in a bid. Yeah, I remember that rant. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And Paulo Costa, another guy who, I mean, who could talk and he got beat by Adesanya. And we haven't seen much of Costa since that fight. But he's a, he's a big time. I mean, he's a, I know Adesanya, one of his disses was like, called him Ricky Martin looking guy or whatever. Mm-hmm. This is Ricky Martin looking guy. I mean, this guy will beat you up, man. It's, <laughs> I don't know about that. Too much Ricky Martin going in on that. <laughs> but uh, it's going to be middleweights. I'm sure both of them need to recover well after that loss. And uh, yeah. this is, this is. I mean, obviously the son just got that, got that division locked up. But um, man, uh, I'm sure both of these guys win. Whoever wins could probably get another shot at it or, or something. Yeah. But, man, this is going to be a big fight. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm definitely hyped up for it. Um, e- even though I feel like. They might lose again to Adesanya. Um, yeah, yeah, <laughs> they're, they're, yeah. They're still um, great contenders that, that could compete with one another. So it definitely yeah. should be a fun one this Saturday. I'm going to go with Paulo Costa on this one. Okay. Uh, I mean, I, I, that's how much the Tory pissed me off. I mean, he's talented. <laughs> he's a good fighter, but he's a fucking Tory, right? <laughs> so. I hear you. Um. Uh, See, if I pick Vittori, I feel like it's going to go with the distance. But if I pick uh-huh. Costa, I don't know. Yeah, knock him out. Yeah, knock him out. Yeah, I don't know who I uh, let's just Let's just have some fun. I'll pick Vittori decision. Um, okay. And, and he's going to fight exactly the same as he did without Adesanya, but it's something to be winning. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, we'll see. We'll see. Now it's going to be fun to watch. Uh, some other fights going on. Lightweights, Grant Dawson versus Rick Glenn. Women's bantamweight Jessica Rose Clark, who I've become a fan of. <laughs> this is Jocelyn Edwards, uh, Rose Clark. I think she's coming off an injury. Uh, she last fought back in September of last year, so she had a great turnaround. Her last win was against Sarah Alpar. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's going to be an interesting fight right there. Uh, then we have uh, bantamweight Alex Saris against Sung Woo Choi. Waterweight Dwight Grant against Francisco Trinado. Night heavyweights Nikolai Negamoranu versus Ike Villanueva. And uh, that's the main card right there. For the rest of the card, I mean, uh, it's, it's okay. Uh, you, you can see it. I mean, but it's supposed to be headlined by that. that that's a good headliner right there to keep people yeah. to watch that card, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. but uh, it's going to be a nice little fight night. By the way, uh, that Red Sox Astros game, 9 0 right now in the bottom of the third for the Red for Boston. <laughs> Man, they're, going, they're running away with this game right here. So they're getting ready to take that 2-1 lead. Hmm. And uh, 
that'll do it for us in the UFC. And uh, we have one more thing to cover, some real quick. We're going to be talking about some basketball. Of course, the season begins, I believe, tomorrow. Yep. We made our fan- we made our fantasy league and we made our picks already, but uh, we're going to talk a little preview about the next two games coming up. All right, the regular season for basketball is quickly coming, coming uh, well, starting tomorrow. <laughs> um, and we have, uh, we're going to start out with the defending champs. They're going to play the team that they beat in the Eastern Conference to go to the NBA Finals, the Brooklyn Nets. So it's going to be a nice big game right there. Uh, the Bucks will be raising their banner in front of the team that, again, they eliminated. They already eliminated. I mean, we still got to talk about, like, man, what if Durant's feet weren't that big? I know, right? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so uh, what would have happened there? But either way, what's happened is done, is done. That's all last year. Uh, even though I know Laker fans like talking about to go. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, what do you think? What are you thinking about these two teams? I know Brooklyn has a lot of drama going on with Kyrie. Yeah. Uh, without that, I mean, they still have a pretty decent team going on there. Milwaukee, I think they have most of the same players from, from last year. I think one yeah. of them left. Yeah. Or something like that. Yeah. But uh, they should be good. They stop Giannis, and and I'm sure they're still hungry for another one. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what do you think about these two teams? Um, well, I think the NBA is like disrespectful for making this the opening <laughs> a game. That you, you they, they're they're trying to piss off the Brooklyn for having them the that have be the first season and to have them raise the banner, and they just have to look yeah. at it. That that's disrespectful. I see what you're doing, <laughs> NBA. But yeah. um, but um, this should be a this should be a good game. Um, Brooklyn's definitely going to come out on fire, and they're going to mm-hmm. uh, do what they can to um, uh, show up the Bucks, and we'll see if the Bucks could make a repeat run, beginning with this game. Yeah, yeah. and then there's another game right there, uh, the Golden State Warriors and the L.A. Lakers right now. Um, of course, uh, the Lakers they have a brand new team almost. Uh, as usual, when it comes to LeBron, every year <laughs> he wants to change up team. Well, especially if they lose, they don't win the championship, <laughs> which is like every year almost. I like how I slow myself into that. But the Warriors, of course, they're back. I mean, they, they Warriors ended the season not bad, you know. Yeah, yeah they did lose to the Lakers in that. Uh, that one game, I think, to get to the playoffs. Um, but um, I mean, they have, you know, Curry's been doing pretty well. Clay Thompson's still out. He, mm-hmm. he should be out for another month, I believe. Um, but the Lakers, I mean, we talk about like how many how many players are the Lakers are going to play? Are they going to play all the guys? I mean, we talk about their roster. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, obviously with LeBron, they have AD. AD's coming back. I, mean, I guess he's healthy now. Mm-hmm. Um, they picked up Russell Westbrook, so we're gonna see how that's gonna work out. Yeah. And um, but yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, it's gonna be the first game, so they they didn't have a they didn't have a good preseason at all. But yeah. um, at least I mean, everybody's gonna be like, oh, well, that's this preseason. Oh yeah, but I mean, still wasn't good, you know. I mean, yeah, our our, our bench were playing well, so was the other two's bench. <laughs> <laughs> well, it so, is just preseason. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, we're not gonna go right away and say like, "Oh, Lakers are not are gonna go all for seventy, whatever." Yeah. But <laughs> you know, they're gonna win games and they might make the playoffs. But you know, it's just uh, well, we'll see how this game is gonna go. I mean, the Warriors another team that can try to get back to their winning ways. 
Yeah. And uh, if they start out pretty hot for when Clay Thompson comes back, then man, that's going to be uh, something to watch right there. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's about it. <laughs> uh, I do want to give a quick update. Um, we, we do have the Monday night game going right. on. Um, Tennessee just scored. So the right, right now, as we're ending our episode, it is 7 to 13. But I do want to give a critical update. Um, uh, the Titans' um, top uh, offensive lineman, um, uh, Taylor Lewin just got Carter off the field and he left Ooh. in a stretcher. Oh and man, so um, there was um, a Seattle player yesterday too that got, yeah. uh, you know, in the stretchers. Well, those are those are bad, especially when you see there was all the players on the field just feeling really bad, or some of them just getting really emotional. That does that does look like it's it's bad, yeah, yeah. That those are two horrible injuries, so um. Uh, that was the only reason why I brought up um, the Monday night game because we're they're going to get the results afterward. But um, I, I want to give that quick injury update. So um, our yeah. thoughts and condolences, prayers go to T- Taylor Lowe and hope he's hope he um, recovers well. Yeah. And with that being said, uh, oh well, the Red Sox and the Astros game is nine zero right now. So man, yeah. in the top of the fourth. So our condolences. No, oh, fuck the Astros. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we we could call said, that a game. Ha, ha. <laughs> we could call that game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, uh, for for that, uh, have a great week, guys. Thanks for tuning in, and hopefully we can have Phil again soon. And uh, have this, you know, what's going on. And uh, so have a good week, guys. <laughs>